0: of Scripture in the Gospel of John this morning. Uh, John chapter 10, verse 10. Very familiar. We've uh, uh, preached it before and and, uh, read it before and heard it before. uh, But uh, it's a Scripture that God put on my heart this morning. So I'm going to share it with you. John 10, verse 10. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy Amen? Yep. I have come that they may have life, and that they may have it more abundantly. Amen? Amen? Let's pray together for just a minute. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, God, that we get to be in your presence this morning, God. We thank you, Lord, for uh, a church house to gather in, God. We thank you for a cool air. We thank you for the fellowship, God, the, the children that are running around playing, Father. We thank you for them, God. We thank you for the, the parents and the... And the grandparents and those that are here visiting, God, we just give you all the praise for sending all these folks this way today. But God, now as we come to stand, God, and we come to read your word and to speak what you shared with us this morning, God, we pray, God, that uh, you would anoint it, Father, that you would bless our ears to hear what you want uh, us to hear this morning, God. Uh, help me, God, to speak what you want me to speak, God. And shut my mouth, God, if I should try to speak anything any different, God, I pray. Uh, but God, I ask, Lord, your blessing to be upon the Word, God, and upon those that hear it, Lord, and then I ask God that you would just show us, God, the steps we need to take, God, to be closer to you. Yes, we pray it all in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. I thought this morning, the thought came to mind: What words or phrase would you use to describe your Christian life as it is today? And and, and you got to be honest, or it doesn't work, Amen. Yes. When you're evaluating yourself, if you're not honest with yourself, it doesn't do any good. Amen. If you try to convince yourself that things are well and they're not, if you try to convince yourself things are not and they are, whatever the case may be, you have to be honest with yourself. And so I wondered what phrases, what words would we say this morning? I wondered, would we say things like, uh, in our Christian experience where we are today, are we growing? Is that a word that we would use, or we maybe when we say our Christian life is powerful, exciting, amazing, amazing mm-hmm. hard at times, but worth it? Maybe yeah, it's a better word. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, yeah. Some, y'all finally got some on that. Yeah. <laughs> but also, we might have to admit to ourselves, and, and, and maybe we, as we think about these things, we would think of words like. Struggling? Amen. 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 Sometimes disappointed in ourselves? Amen. 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 Stagnant? Not growing the way that we need to? Maybe we would describe our Christian life as it is today as routine. Just going through it over and over again. But you really got to look deep this morning to find out where you are. And, 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 And when you evaluate yourself as a Christian, you need to look to see. You know, am I full of faith? Or am I faithless? Amen? Is that all the Scripture tells us to do? To examine ourselves, yeah. to see whether or not we're in the faith. Uh-huh. Yeah. Amen? We have to ask ourselves, are we worshipers or observers? Yeah. Amen? Yeah. There's a dent. You can be in a house of people worshiping God, and you can experience the same feeling. Right? You can say, oh, well, we had a great service today, so-and-so shouted, so-and-so raised their hands, so-and-so got saved, so-and-so praised the Lord, so-and-so had a testimony. But that's observing things. I'm asking, are you worshiping or observing? Amen? Are you watching everybody else get theirs? And, and feeding on somebody else, or are you getting your own? Amen? That's what I'm asking. Amen. You know, are you active in the faith or are you on the sidelines? In other words, are you in the game or are you on the bench? Amen? Would you say you feel connected or disconnected from the body of Christ? Would you say your love for Christ and His church and, 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 and for the lost is on fire? Would you say it's hot? Would you say it's lukewarm? Would you say it's cold? See, these these are questions you have to ask yourself, Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And see, I can look over here and, and I can look at Brother Joel and I can say, "Well, let me evaluate Joel and Stephen." But it's not my place to evaluate Brother Joel, is it? Yeah. Yeah. I can go over here and I say, "Well, maybe I can evaluate Jimmy." Right? Not my place to evaluate. I've got to evaluate one person today. Yeah. Right. Amen. Amen? I'm evaluating, it's me, right? So so that's where I've got to look today, right? So that's where we need to go this morning. We want to look at this. I want to preach to you about living in the Spirit, right? Because the truth is, is I think a lot of Christians today aren't experiencing life to the fullest. They're just not. They're not experiencing those things. Instead, they are stuck in a routine. They are stuck in motions, right? Their hearts are dull, their lives are dingy at best, faith weak. Worship is cold. Church is just a routine. It's lost its, uh, lost its zip or zeal. You don't really get excited about being at church anymore. You don't get excited about reading the Word of God anymore. You don't get excited about praying anymore. When you hear somebody got saved, you get the old typical, old oh, great there's not a lot of rejoicing in it anymore. You know what I'm preaching about. Whether you want to amen it or not is irrelevant. You know what I'm preaching about. You know what I'm saying? So so I'm just telling you this morning, I I believe that we get in those routines and we, we start to feel that way. But you know what else I believe? I believe every true born again Christian that's tasted the goodness of the Lord, when they get in those situations, they have a desire to get out of it. Amen. 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 they got a desire to escape that. The problem is is sometimes it's hard to figure out how to get out of it. Amen. When you're stuck in the rut, when you're stuck in the routine, when you're stuck and Christianity's become just kind of another thing about you and it's not the main thing and it's not the most important thing anymore, but it's just a thing you've added on now. We've got to do it in that. Amen. (laughs) Amen. I believe I can say this morning for sure that God wants to radically change our lives. Amen. 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 I believe He wants it to be... And I don't believe He wants it radically changed for a day or two. I believe God wants to radically change our lives every single day until we get to Him. Amen. Amen. Until we make it to where He is. And and, and I believe that's the truth. And I I believe that God has a plan for His
1: children.
0: I believe that God has a purpose for us. I believe that when God saves us, He wants to use us in big ways. I don't believe we're saved just to hang out. Amen. Amen. I, mean, I, I don't even believe we're saved just to join the church and 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 watch and see what happens next. I believe when you're saved, God will, God does some things in your heart. We're going to preach about it in a few minutes, but maybe now, God does some things in your heart that
1: that
0: that that will change the way you live your life but also the way that you impact the way others are living their lives. I believe God gives every believer a ministry. I believe that with all my heart. Amen. Amen. If you don't have one, if you say, well, I just don't know what mine is, then you should get to looking for it. You should start asking God what it is. You should start searching it out. And if you say, well, I just don't believe that way. I don't believe that, uh, that that I'm called for that. You're wrong. You're wrong, friend. God, God, God said when He gives us the Spirit, the Spirit comes and gives each one of us gifts. Amen. 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 Amen? We all have one, and we all should use it for a ministry. What is a ministry? You say, well, well, I can't have a ministry, I'm a woman. You can have a ministry.
1: Yeah.
0: And you say, I can't have a ministry. I'm not called to be a pastor. I'm, I, I'm not called to preach. You can have a ministry. A ministry is a help. Amen. A ministry is just something that you're doing for God. Amen. Something you're doing to grow the kingdom of God, to be a blessing to other people in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I believe God's called us to a life that is passionate for other people, but mostly for Himself.
1: Amen.
0: I believe it's a life that we're supposed to live in faith. I believe it's a life of worship, of service, of joy, of peace. Amen. I believe it's eternal life. Amen. Amen. So I'm, I, I hear lately that thought's been on my mind all the time. I believe it's a life without fear of death, without fear of the end. Amen. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't believe as Christians we should worry about those things. Amen. I believe Jesus was, was so centered in the will of God that he was able to say, don't even worry about what you're going to eat or drink or wear your Father will take care of it. Amen. I want to get to that place of faith. Amen. I'm not saying I'm there. You may be, praise God. But I'm not saying I'm there, but I want to get to the place where I can say that with the Lord and mean it.
1: Amen.
0: Not just read it and recite it, but say it, mean to live it. I want to get there. I believe the psalmist described this genuine, real, on fire, living in the spirit life in Psalms 36, verses 7 through 9. How precious is your loving kindness, O God! Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of your wings. They are, here's that word again, they are abundantly satisfied. Amen. Is that you this morning? They are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of of your house. Amen. And you give them drink from the river of your pleasure. Did you hear that? Yeah. That should get you excited this morning. Yeah. Right? For with you is the fountain of life. Men have searched for that. Listen. They searched the world over for the fountain of youth. I, God is the fountain of life. Amen. 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 He's, the, he's the place where they go to get something even than youth. Amen? Never. A place where we'll never die. He said, with you is the fountain of light. In your light, we see light. Amen. That is life in the Spirit. That's what it's supposed to feel like to be a Christian. It's supposed to feel like this. you're overwhelmed with the loving kindness of God and so much so that you put your trust in Him. And you become so abundantly satisfied with God and so abundantly satisfied in His house. And you drink from the rivers of the pleasure that God gives you. And you never thirst. Did Jesus not say of himself, did he not say, If you drink of the water I give, you'll never thirst again. So if we're thirsty today, something's wrong. Amen. Something's wrong, but we need to live life in the Spirit. Let me, let me preach a few minutes on that this morning, on what it is to live life in the Spirit, in the Holy Spirit. Now, we've got to recognize this morning and realize that we got a lot of Christians in here at different stages. Amen? Amen? So we've got some seasoned Christians, we've got some new Christians, we've got some people on the edge of becoming a Christian, we've got some people that are not yet Christians, we've got some people that are, that, that are probably no more than I do, etc., etc., so we've got all these different people in here. So, but, but for those that maybe don't understand the Holy Spirit, let me explain a little bit about it this morning. Is that okay? Yeah. Yes. When you surrender your life to Christ, when you repent of sin, put your faith in the living God, put your faith in Christ, and trust in Him for salvation, God does something in your heart. Amen. Yes. Amen. God does something in your heart. The Bible says He gives you a clean heart. He takes out a heart, a hard stony heart, and puts a heart of flesh inside of your heart. Amen. So inside of you, God has put a new heart. We, call, we as Christians call that regeneration. Amen. When God regenerates a heart. But, but He does something else as well. So He puts this new heart in it, but He sends the Holy Spirit to live inside of every believer. Amen. No exceptions. Amen. There's no exceptions. Galatians 4, 4-6. through 6. But when the fullness of the time had come, I preached this scripture to you last week. But I want to preach the next part. When the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. Amen. Amen. But listen at the next verse. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your hearts, crying out, "Abba, Father." Amen. So if you're a born-again believer, you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. God gives it to you. God sends it to you. This means you have God. Now pay attention. You have God living in you. Amen. Do you believe that this morning? Amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit is as much God as God the Father and as God the Son. Amen. Amen. Just because that He doesn't get talked about as much, sometimes doesn't mean He's not God. Amen? Amen. The amazing thing about the ministry of the Holy Spirit is Jesus said when He comes, He will point to me. The Holy Spirit, even though He's God, doesn't glorify Himself. He glorifies Christ. So, So you have this part of God living in you. He comes into you. Jesus even said it's better that I go away, that he might become. Yes. Amen? Amen? That says a lot.
1: Yes.
0: For Jesus to say, it's better for me to go, that he will come. Look with me in John 16, and it's verses 5 through 8. He said, but now I go away to him who sent me. And none of you asked me, where are you going? But because I've said that I'm going away, because I've said these things, sorrow has filled your heart. He was telling them that he was leaving. And they were broken hearted. And he said, Nevertheless, though I tell you the truth, it's for your advantage that I go away. It's to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come. But if I depart, I'll send him to you. Amen? Amen. And when he's come, he'll convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Amen? Jesus said, when I go away, the Helper will come. I love the name Helper for the Holy Spirit. Amen? That's a great name uh, for the Holy Spirit to be called. He said, when I go away, the Helper will come. See, you've been given the Holy Spirit. I, I, I want to emphasize it to you. First Corinthians 6.19 Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, who is in you? Whom you have from God, and you are not your own anymore. Amen. Amen. He comes. Why does he come? He comes to teach us, and I could go. I can show you all these scriptures. I'm not going to because I got other things that I got to preach on. But he comes to teach us, to guide us, to direct us, to comfort us, to help us. Amen. Amen. He brings us gifts. Amen. Amen. He brings gifts uh, with him. And, he, and the Bible says, if you want to know more about that, it's in 1 Corinthians 12. It says he brings gifts and he gives them out to believers as he chooses to.
1: The
0: King James Version says, severally as he will. He gives them out. So he comes and he, said, he comes in to Brother Joe and he says, Brother Joe, I, 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 this is your gift now. And Claudia, this is yours. And, and listen, that don't mean he can't come back and give you another one. Amen? Amen. He's in there. He can get, as, you, as he needs to give you a gift, he'll give it to you. Amen. He also produces fruit in the lives of believers. You go to Galatians 5, we've got the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. He produces fruit in you. He does all this great work in the lives of every believer. Amen? amen notice that I didn't say the Holy Spirit comes to make you rich amen, amen? amen. notice that I didn't say he comes to give you to, to grant all your wishes amen. the amen. Holy Spirit is not a genie in a bottle amen, amen. amen? He's, he's, he's God amen. he's God right he, he doesn't he doesn't come to give you a big house and lots of money and all those things That's not the abundant life Christ talks about. And I've preached it over and over again, but I'll continue to preach it for as long as God allows me to. In Luke 12, 15, Jesus specifically said, a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses. Amen. Amen? It's not about that. That's not what the abundant life is about. So you may be asking, though, Well, if He's in me, and He brings all these things, and He does all this work, He's doing all this great work, then why are so many Christians stagnant? That's what I asked myself this morning. That's what I was wondering when God and I were up early this morning thinking through these things. and Well, He wasn't thinking. I was thinking. He already knew it. (laughs) Why are so many lukewarm? Amen? Having God in you, how can you get in that condition? Right? What, what, what happens? Why are so many Christians not living the abundant life? Well, I can tell you, I think there's a big difference, right? God sends the Spirit to indwell all believers. Amen. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference in being indwelt and being controlled. Yeah. There's a difference in being indwelt and surrendering. Mm-hmm. Amen? I believe every true Christian, I believe the Bible is 100% correct. Every true Christian has the Holy Spirit inside of them, but I do not believe every Christian surrenders to Him. Amen. I do not believe every Christian is letting the Spirit control their lives. Amen? Amen? As a matter of fact, I believe a lot of Christians don't want to be guided. They don't want to be directed. They don't want to be taught. They don't want to be convicted. Amen. Amen. They don't want the things the Spirit does. They do do not want Him telling them how to live. They don't want that. So they don't surrender. They don't want their steps directed by the Lord. They want to direct their steps and God to bless where they're going. You hear what I'm saying? Amen. Amen. That's what they want. They want to go the way they want to go and they want God to bless it. Right, and it, and 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 they don't want the spirit to have control of those things. They just wanted to show up when they're in trouble. Amen. Right? Look, you know, look. They, they 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 don't. They wouldn't say it out loud. They wouldn't dare say it out loud. But it's not about what we say out loud. It's about how we live. Amen. Yeah. They would never say, "Well, I I, you know, I don't want the spirit to, to bother my life." No, they would say, I, "I want God to bless me. I want God to show me the way to go." But when God just show them the way to go, they don't. Shore. Amen?
1: Amen?
0: If they wanted God to show them, they would have went the way he told to. Them to. It seems simple to me this morning, but it's hard to live. Amen? Amen. This Holy Spirit wants full control of you. Your body is not your own. Amen.
2: Now, you have to believe
0: that this morning. And it goes on to say, you were bought with a price. Amen. Therefore, glorify God in your body." Amen. Amen. So everything you do, in other words, should be because of this Spirit empowering you and telling you what to do. Now, some of you right now, you think this kind of Christianity is foreign to you. You don't. You don't even understand. You say, "Well, you know, I don't feel like God's directing me." I you know, I ask God for help, but 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 He doesn't. You know, He never tells me what I'm supposed to do. You're not listening to Him. Amen. Amen. I'm going to talk about that with you. It, if you don't believe this is true that the Holy Spirit wants full control of your life, go read James four and five. Cha- James uh, chapter four, verse five. It says, "Do you think the Scripture says in vain the Spirit who dwells in us?" Yearns jealousy? <coughs> the Spirit is jealous. He's talking in that same chapter of Scripture there in James 4, the verses above it, he says, You adulterers and adulteresses. Don't you know the friendship of the world is the enmity with God? Yes. Any man that's a friend of the world is an enemy of God. Amen. Amen? And then he says this. Then he says, Do you not know the scripture says? Do you think it's in vain? Do you think it's for no reason? That the scripture says the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously? Remember today, guys, our God is a jealous God. Amen? Amen. Amen. He's a jealous God. When we follow our flesh, when we follow the world, the Spirit yearns within us. We quench Him. We grieve Him. Amen? Amen? Because we don't give Him full control of our lives. So what does that look like? Well, let me tell you. I'll try to get through this. Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. He said, I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Amen. These are opposed. So that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. Amen. Amen? Let me give you a few points on what living in the Spirit looks like and how you can begin to walk in the Spirit if you're not and experience the life that I think Christ really wants for you. And, I, and I'll tell you this. First of all, life in the Spirit is, life, is a life of faith. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible says specifically, without faith it's impossible to please God. You believe that? Amen. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Life lived in the Spirit is life lived by faith. Amen. What is faith? Confidence and trust in God. In what God has revealed to us in His Word. What God tells us about Himself. What God tells us about ourselves. Amen? It's when we believe those things. When the Bible says we're to walk by faith, not by sight. Amen. Amen. When you go back and read in Hebrews chapter eleven, and you go back and you read all about these uh, heroes of faith, and I'm not going to go read through all those to you today, but when you go back and you look through all those men and women who lived by faith and walked by faith, they had something in common. They had a common thread. You know what it was? They lived for the future. They lived for the unseen. Amen. Amen. They didn't live for what? They didn't live for the present. They lived for what was coming. Amen. Yeah. These all hoped for the promises. Yeah. Amen. Amen? They could go through and talk. These all, that's what they did. These, these folks were all considered themselves to be strangers and pilgrims and sojourners as the Bible talks. In other words, they didn't consider this to be home. This was just a place. This was no place. This was not where they were staying, and so they didn't get wrapped up in it. Amen? Yeah. You know what the world tells you to do? The world tells you to live for the here and now. Amen. Pay attention to the messages of the world. Amen? Yeah. Pay attention to what it says, right? Yeah. Live for the moment. You don't know what's coming tomorrow, so live for the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Uh, 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 life is short. Play hard. Right? That's what the enemy uses those things to preach the world's mindset into you. To get you to believe that what life is all about is what's happening right now. That what your life is, what you should be focused on is the present. But every hero of faith, every champion of faith looked beyond the present into what God had promised for the future. And until we look through those eyes, we're not going to see it. Right now, if we're Christians, God has said He has put eternity in our hearts. Yes. Okay. It's in there. Amen? Amen. We, believe, we believe a few things that the world doesn't believe. Amen. We hold to some truths that the world don't hold to. Amen? Amen. They say life is short. Play hard, I say life's not short, it's eternal. Amen. Amen. It's not short. Amen. From the time we're born again, we have eternal life.
2: Amen.
0: Now, if you don't have, if you're not born again, yeah, you've got a short time. You've got a short time until you meet God face to face, and then you'll face the second death, Amen. which is hell. Amen. The lake of fire. <coughs> Amen. But for those of us that are born again, life's not short. We've already been given time. We, I, as Christians, we believe there's going to be rewards for their works. We believe that Christ told us to lay out treasures in heaven, and we work to do that. And if you're a Christian and you're not working to do that, you're not living the Christian life the way you want to. We, we, we believe there's a place we're going. live knowing and understanding what God's told us about the future and believing it. So we know, right? We know that no matter what the circumstance is now, no matter what our circumstances are, something better is coming. We we, we, we know that no matter the pain we feel now, there's a perfect healing coming. Amen? We know these things. We know that no matter what we face here, The Bible says nothing can separate us from the love of God.
1: We believe these things.
0: Right? This is how we walk by faith because we trust these things. We believe that Jesus said, if I go, I'll come again. We believe we've got a Savior that's coming back. We believe we've got a Savior that's returning. We believe in these things. We say, why do you believe that? I Did He not tell the enemy? It's written. It is written. He was pointing us to faith in the written Word. He was showing us that we can depend on those Scriptures. It is written. Can I I be honest with you? If if you want to know why many of you aren't living a Spirit-filled life, it's because you don't have a lot of faith. You're not walking by faith. You're walking by sight. You're living in the moment. You're living for today. You're not living for the future. Your eyes are focused on the temporary things, not on the eternal things.
1: And so you don't
0: lead a spirit-filled life because you're too worried about living this life. You're too worried about what the world's going to offer you. You're you're, you're, You're trying to find, you're so wrapped up, you're trying to find the balance so that you can Crucify your flesh. You have yet to crucify the world. Yeah. And so how are you going to live a spirit-filled life when you've got all the baggage of the world you're carrying yeah. You want to know why you don't have faith? Because you don't know what's written. Well, that didn't get a lot of
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> But you don't you listen. Truth. Let's be honest. Remember, we said we've got to be honest with ourselves today truth. We don't study the Word of God. Now some of you are Amen? Amen? Now some of you might spend hours a day in the Word of God and I thank God for that and I appreciate that very much. Some of you may be doing the best you can do by now and I thank God for that. But some of you aren't studying the Word of God. Amen? Amen? I don't know who. God doesn't tell me who. But I believe that some of us aren't studying the Word of God the way that we need to. We don't sit down and wash ourselves with the Word of God the way that we ought to. And because you don't know what's in it, you can't believe it. Right. You can't trust and you walk by it because you don't know what it says. Amen. You only get a little bit of word once a week. And even then, you're half paying hey, attention. Yeah. Amen. 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 Don't get mad at me. Amen.
2: Don't get mad at it. Being in church
0: is distracting. There's all kinds of things happening all the time, and that's okay. It's good for our faith to come together to hear the preached Word. Amen. But you've got to grow on your own outside of here too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You've got a responsibility
0: to know the Word. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen? Whether or not I preach it to you or not to so really, you've got to know it for yourself. <laughs> Amen. There, if there's, there's probably nobody in here that doesn't have a Bible. If you don't, you can have one today before you leave. Amen? Right. Amen? Exactly. I'll see to it. Right? And so, you've got the Word. It's not that we don't have it. Amen? Listen. The Word of God, this Bible, has no power on your coffee table. Amen. That's right. Amen. This Word of God through the week has no power in your church bag. Mm -hmm. Amen. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Where you put it after Sunday and try to find it before you come back the next Sunday. Amen. Amen. It's got no power in there. You, don't want, you want to know where the Word of God has power at? When it's in your heart. I and mean, when you get it in your heart and in your mind, that's where it has power. That's why David said, thy word have I hid not in my coffee table. He didn't say, thy word have I hid in my trunk or thy word have I hid in my church bag. He said, thy word have I hid in my heart, Amen. but I might not see it just You
2: understand?
0: Galatians 2.20, my favorite verse of scripture, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ is in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. Yeah. Faith, who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen? Praise Amen. Amen. So a spirit-filled life is a life of faith. And a life of faith comes from a life of study right studying the word of God and trusting the promises of God and believing them listen you we can cross our fingers and hope all day long that we get closer to God you want to get closer to God dig in the word amen. Amen. dig in dig in dig in as long as you just sit around and keep saying I want to get closer to God and not do anything you're not going to get any closer amen amen, amen? You have, the only way to get closer is to dig into the word of God amen. get into it with all your heart dive in now, second thing. Trying to, get, trying to get through it. There's only two things. So <laughs> don't panic. <have> <laughs> life in the Spirit is not only walking by faith. It's also a life of being led by the Spirit. Yeah. Or obedience, you could call it. Amen? Amen. What does that mean? What, it, what, what am I saying? Being led by the Spirit. What, what am I able to talk about? Remember the Old Testament? I'll take you there. This is taking like Exodus. Chapter 13. But remember how the Israelites, when they came out of Egypt, and they, and they went into the wilderness, they had nobody idea where they were going. And what did God do? God said, a, a, a pillar of cloud by day, and a pillar of fire by night. He would lead Let me read it to you. Exodus 13, 21, 22. The Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way, and at night in a pillar of fire to give them light.
1: Yeah.
0: So as to go by day and night. He did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire by night from before the people. He did not take it away. So he is of the Spirit. Yep. Amen? Amen? That's exactly how it is. He'll guide us. He'll direct us. He'll, 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 he'll show us the way. He'll help us make the decisions that God wants us to make if we'll just listen to Him. Amen. We'll just obey these boys. But we must be willing to listen. And we must be willing to obey when we hear Him. Listen, here's the truth. He doesn't always tell you where you're going. Amen? Amen? Amen. He doesn't always show you the where you're going, and He doesn't always take you the easy way. Amen. Amen. Amen? Yes. Amen? He doesn't always... you think about them poor Israelites? He God was leading them. Day and night. And they wandered for 40 years in the world. Yeah. Amen. In a circle... Amen? Yeah. Yeah. They were led that way. They were led by God that way. But for God's glory and their good. Amen? Amen. Yes, yeah. Amen. The Spirit will lead us into places sometimes where the flesh don't want to go. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. We may not want to go, but God wants yeah. us there. Yeah. The, choice, the choice of the hour is, will I go after it or not? Right? Do you, do you think everybody that's in a pulpit wants to be there? Oh, no. I mean it's good when they desire. But do you, how do you let's use an example. Let's use our brother Moses. But, yeah. If he wanted to go stand before Pharaoh, he tried every way in the world to get out of here. Amen? Amen. Yeah. But God wanted him there. Amen. And God got him there. Yes. Amen. And if we're led by the Spirit, we'll be just like that sometimes. He'll do things in us that we didn't want to do. And yeah, you can stub up and you can say, you know what? I'm not doing it. And God gives you the free will to do that. He sure does. But then you can't come back and say, well, I don't like to feel the Spirit. Well, you didn't know where He's telling you to go. You don't <laughs> do what He's telling you to do. The question is always going to be, are you listening to the Spirit's opinions? Yeah. I believe there's two things that's important for you to know that, right? The Spirit of God never contradicts the word of God. Amen. 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 Yes. If, you, if you came to me and said, you know, I just feel it. I just feel like God is telling me that I am supposed to have an affair with this woman. I'm
1: going
0: to say, you're wrong. Amen. Amen. That's not the Spirit of God. Amen. You, you've got another Spirit talking to you. Amen. Amen. There's something else talking to you. Amen. Amen. God's Spirit doesn't lead you away from His Word. It doesn't point us in a different direction than the Word does. Those two things go together. I'm just teaching you a little bit this morning, so don't, don't get frustrated there. Right? God, God's Spirit will never contradict God's word. So when you want to hear the, the voice of God clearly, you want to know that what you're being what you're hearing is right or what you're being told is right, you've got to know the word of God. Amen. 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 I've already preached it. I'm not going to preach it again. Just, tell, just remind me. The second thing that's important to hear in the voice of God is prayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, now this was a burden on me this morning uh, because of this is my weak spot. Do you have weak spots? Amen. 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 Yes. I, I believe wholeheartedly that, that we can hear from God in prayer. Amen. Mm-hmm. I believe that. I believe if we'll humble ourselves down and earnestly seek God, I believe He he will reveal His will to us. Yes. We have to get our own will out of the way. Amen? We have to get our own will out of the way, but I believe He will. But sometimes I think we don't spend our prayer time asking God for His will, but we spend it trying to convince God got our own will. Amen? We don't ask God to talk to us. We just gotta list things we need to tell Him. Amen? Amen. Don't get mad at me, right? We try to spend our time convincing God we know what's best rather than asking God what He knows is best. Amen. 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 So we rush through prayers, and the truth is we have no expectancy of hearing from God. We We don't even expect it. We just say our little prayers, and we go right on, so that we've done our service that we feel we're supposed to do. We have no real sense of the reality that when a born again believer, when a child of God, gets on his knees, he's in the very presence of God. And we have that access because of Christ. When the veil was torn, we we have loved. We and, that, and maybe not everybody. Again, when I say we. I'm not trying to lump everybody in. You know, I'm just you know, I'm just generalizing. I think Christians today have lost the sense of reality that when they pray, they're in the throne room of heaven. They're not in their church. Amen. They're not in their bedroom. Amen. They're not in their closet. They're not in their car. They're in the throne room of heaven, the presence of God. Amen. And we've lost that reality. We don't We don't. We don't see it anymore. So we just rush in and say what we want. We don't try to commune with God. We don't try to fellowship with God. We don't try to spend time with God. We just got some things we've got to get out of the way. And we end up wasting one of the greatest blessings that God has given to us. Which is prayer. What does that say about us? What does it say? Yeah, it doesn't doesn't speak too well for us. I mean, is it fair that I would say that we do that because we don't really believe He's listening? If we thought He was listening, wouldn't we take our time and talk to Him? Amen? But see, we've got to examine deep now. See, you're okay examining the surface. But now that we're examining deep in your heart, those secret places that our sister's son about, Amen. It, gets, it hurts a little more. Yep. But don't let it hurt you. Let it change you. Amen. 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 Yes. But is it fair to say that we're just too busy to spend time with it?
1: Amen.
0: Amen. We're just too busy to spend time with you. I know it sounds harsh, but... When our prayer lives are cold, guys, we won't be left out of spirit. Because yeah. we won't hear from it. Yeah, We won't. We've got to wake up to the importance of a good prayer life and, and, and seek it, right? What does Ephesians 6 and 18 tell us? Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Listen to that again. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Amen? Amen. Mark Lloyd-Jones, if you don't know him, he he was a preacher years and years ago and he was a good one. Uh, But he said, praying in the Spirit means that the Spirit empowers the prayer and carries it to the Father in the name of Jesus.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) The prayer has a living quality that's characterized by warmth and freedom. And there's a sense of exchange between a father and his son. Is that the way your prayer life feels? He said, we realize we're in the presence of God speaking to God himself and the Spirit illuminates our mind and moves our hearts and gives freedom of utterance in the, in the face of God. Yes. That sounds like a good prayer. Life. Yeah. Amen? Amen. Yeah. That's kind of me. Listen, I'll, I'll stop teaching there for today. But faith and obedience are prerequisites to walk in the Spirit. You're not going to live a Spirit-filled life. That life that we read about in John 10, 10, when Jesus said, I've come with a mad life and had it more abundantly or to the full. He's not talking about how, how, how great your life will be so that you'll, you'll feel entertained all the time and feel great all the time and you'll be healthy all the time. He's talking about giving you a, a, a great life with God. Yes. Amen. 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 Life in God's presence. He's talking about taking you into the very presence of God. That's what Christ did for us. He tore down this wall of separation between us and God. Amen. 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 And now that He's done that, we we have access to this life. But but listen, He's so good to us, guys. He's so good. He doesn't just save us and wash us and leave us and hope we do okay. He saves us, washes, and then comes to living us. Amen. to follow His ways. Yeah. He wants us to desire His desires. Amen. He wants us to love what He loves. Yes. He wants us to hate what He hates. Uh-huh. He wants us to go where He sins. Yeah. He wants us to follow Him. Is that not what like Christ, when yeah. He came, everybody he encountered that He said, follow me. Amen. Amen? Amen? I believe that's what the Spirit saying to us today. Yeah. Follow me. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, I'll take you places you call me. I'll, I'll, leave, I'll take you places that that, that that are that are hurt that hurt. I'll take you places that's hard to get through. But I'll go before you. Amen. And I'll be behind Amen. you. Amen. And I'll take care of you. Amen. You don't have to worry about it. Yes. Because you have eternal life. Amen. Right? Amen. So 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 if he said if he said uh, we'll go to the most extreme, I can figure it out in my mind. If he said, I want you to go into the deepest part of Muslim country, and I want you to go in, and I want you to witness, right, to to radical Muslim jihadists, And I want you to go in, and I want you to tell them about me. And it'll cost you your life. You can say with confidence, you can say, okay, I'll go. Because I have eternal life. I have eternal life. They can kill my body, but that's what to be good. Amen? The the question today is, is our faith really real? Is it real? Is the things that God told us, do we believe them enough to stand on? Do we believe them enough to live by them? What was Paul's desire for the Ephesian church? Did he not say in Ephesians 5, he prayed that they be filled with all the fullness of God? Amen? Amen? That's my desire for you this morning. I, I want you to be filled with the fullness of God. I, I want the Holy Spirit to have control of your lives. I want Him to have control of mine. Yeah. I want you to have a Christianity that's not routine. Yeah. Amen. I want you to have a faith that can move mountains. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I, 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 want you to have, I want you to be able to get down in prayer and hear the voice of God. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I want you to be able to, 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 to have confidence that you can go wherever He sends you and He'll be with you. All the way to the end. Yes, Amen. He'll go with you. I want you to want to follow Him where He leads. That's my desire for you this morning. And I pray this not because I have some ulterior motive, right? I don't pray it so that you'll grow down here church. I pray it because I want you to have what God Amen. sent to you. Amen. Amen. An abundant life through Jesus Christ Amen. I want you to know the joy of a life that's really centered in Christ. Amen. I want you to know the peace that comes when you're serving God, even in the hardships. Mm -hmm. Why do Christians struggle so hard? Why why do you see so many Christians sometimes give up on the faith? They don't have, their faith is not rooted and grounded. They don't really believe these truths. And I want that for you. I want it today. Uh, I want you to have an intimate relationship. Through Jesus Christ. So how do you do it? Right? Well you can't do it if you don't recognize what you need. Amen. So that's always going to be the first step, right? Recognize your need. If you're not walking in the spirit today, if you can if you examined your heart and you looked at it, and you thought, you know what? I'm not where I need to be when it comes to when it comes to walking in the spirit. That I'm not some of the things that He said today, some of the things that God sent my way, they they, they apply to me here because I don't feel all those things that I think in Christian life faith. You've got to acknowledge that today. You've got to admit it. Listen, don't try to fight against the truth. Amen? Amen. We do that a lot as Christians today. I'm not going to preach on it. Give me just a second. We try to fight against the truth. We hear a message. We hear a word from God. We read the word. And we try to figure out a way that it doesn't apply to us. We try to fight against the truth. It's our fleshly nature that doesn't want to receive that. But I'm asking you today to accept it. Right? to receive it, and to humble yourself down to it, and say, you know what, God, I want to live in the Spirit. Amen. I want to walk by faith. Right? Yes. I want to pray. Where you live, and that's what you got to do. If you if you can admit it, then you can pray about it. Right? Then when you pray about it, you can you can ask God to forgive your lukewarm attitude. You can ask God to forgive all these things and restore the joy of your salvation. Amen. You can ask Him to revive your study life and to revive your prayer life. And and you can ask Him to to work in your heart to share His desires and do all those things. And then, when you get up from prayer, the last thing, if you really want to fix it, is you've got to get up and act on it. You've got to discipline yourself. Instead of going home and sitting down in front of the TV and finding what's on, go home and get in the prayer closet for 30 minutes. Discipline your life. Amen? That's the hardest part. Right is the actual getting up and doing it. Right is to change all these habits that are keeping us from hearing the voice of God the way we want to, and to go after God with all of our heart. Amen. 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 Yeah. I'm not saying if you're going after God, you can never watch a TV show. Sure you can. But when your TV time outweighs your prayer and study time, wouldn't we say something's broken? Yeah. Amen. 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 All right. Let's stand. Get you might be here this morning and you're not even saved. So to you, this is all a foreign language. Let me tell you, you can't walk in the Spirit if you're unsaved. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? You know, no matter how much you try, you can't get there because only the people that are born again have the Spirit of God. That's it. But the good news today is that God stands ready to save. Amen? Yeah. Yeah. And God, when He saves, you, will give you the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. That's the gift that comes. Right, you get the living water. You get the water that satisfies. Right? you can come to the fountain of life that we read about in Psalms and drink. If you're lost, come and get your heart right with God. Amen. Surrender your life to Jesus. Let's bow our heads, and close our eyes, and on, when You hear this morning, you're lost and undone. In need of say. It. Would you come to would you step out and say, I want to be saved? I need my life changed. I need the Spirit of the Living God. Here. I need my heart cleansed and washed. While you consider that, you're here in your mom's church, I'm going to ask you, Christians, because I felt like God sent this message to you today. Have you been living in the Spirit the way that you're supposed to? If you're not, I want you to step out and come to the altar. If you can admit it to yourself, that's the first step. But if already you know this truth in your heart and you know deep down it's not there, then you need to get down and you need to ask God, revive in me this this truth that I need. Give me the zeal to serve, to worship, to pray, to read, to study, to live this out. This is the call for you today can't admit it to yourself, it won't do any good. But if you can admit it, things can change, you can say, God, set me on the path to walking in the Spirit. Let God change your life today. Even as a born-again believer, God can change your life today. He can revive in your heart something amazing. You can leave this church on fire for God again. God can trade you can tra- take off the garment of heaviness and put on the garment of praise. Amen? You can trade uh, 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 all the things, the difficult things. And you can pick up this life in Christ and you can go out and live by the Spirit and you can say, God, here I am. Send me. Where do you leave me, I will follow. Does anybody else leave the altar before we go to prayer? still open for you right now. Let's join in prayer together. Father in heaven, we bow, God, because we know, Father, and I knew, Father, this morning when you gave me the message, Lord, me. I knew the very words God. I know, God, that it would be my heart that was pierced today, Father. I know my weakness, Father, and I admit it to you this morning, God. And I don't mind to admit it in front of the brethren. That I am weak in many areas, God. I want to do better, Father. There's strongholds, God, that are chaining us down, Father. There's addictions. Addictions to entertainment, addictions to fleshly pleasures, God, addictions to to things of this world and things in this life we need you to break them God. we're not strong enough on our own